0: Hello, welcome along to a brand new episode of Baffled, the podcast that searches out all the facts and tries to figure out once and for all, whether they are amazing or utter nonsense and deserve to get chucked into a bin somewhere. My name's Dan, thank you so much for listening. I've got three facts for you this week. One is all about a way to make sure that your soldiers follow you to the bitter end. Also, we'll talk about one of the worst things that you can do after a couple of beers too many. And you can see why some people really need to just read Wikipedia once
1: in a while. That's mine. Connor is to my right. What have you bought for us this week, mate? So, while wine is better than we actually think, you're going to love this. Also, if we have somebody listening right now and they're in prison in Mexico, you're going to want to stay tuned, trust me. Leash. Yeah. And damn you Kellogg's. I'm surprised you know what wine is. We need to have a discussion I about... Lo- what... I love a bit of wine. We'll get on to it.
2: You love Lamborghini. There's mm, one for the no. American listeners. Uh, also, Mark is with us as well. Mark, what have you got for us? Well, for those that know me, they're going to be shocked it's taken 23 episodes. But I have a Disney fact for you today. Also, when is Venom good? And another reason that people should not be allowed to vote.
0: Well, we're covering oh. all
2: bases there. Covering all bases. Make sure you hear the full nine facts. It's a brand new episode of Baffled.
1: How are we doing this week, boys? Yeah, good. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm a little bit, um, I'm a little bit caffeined up at the minute, actually. I've got to be honest. We are bounce bouncing off the walls a bit. Yeah, you know, like I was, I was working in a coffee shop before this and uh, my girlfriend was- As in, in actually working as in, actually in the coffee working, shop or working in the coffee shop? Working in the coffee shop where my girlfriend works um, and I was doing some interviews from there and she was just like loading me up with flat whites. So I've had like three and two hours. And I'm a little bit, Ooh. so you're a bit wired. But yeah, I do feel quite-
0: Mark, how's your caffeine intake?
2: Uh, it's okay. I've, so I, I've signed up to the new Pret subscription. Basically, I'm going gonna, gonna to drink so much caffeine this month because it's entirely free. So there's something very
0: tedious to unpick for you here if you're not from the UK. Pret is a restaurant that apparently everyone loves. And it's, I think our government cares a lot more about Pret than they do actually about us. Because one of the big things that we're being told is to keep Pret open so
2: there's some subscription model. Basically, yeah, and your first month is entirely free, and you can have up to five free coffees a day. Are we sponsored by Prep? Uh, We're not, but, I mean, I'm getting free coffee, so hashtag gifted.
0: Right, well, maybe we should try and get them sponsored. I don't think they've got any cash right now. Right, let's crack on with the facts and stop with this caffeine. (coughs) Uh, I think I'm going to kick us off today. It's quite a lot to get your head around, but I can't be bothered to explain exactly who it is. So, Connor, you just need to understand that Hernan Mm Cortez was a Spanish conquistador
1: you're going to have to explain what that last bit is but I'm sure you'll tell us in a minute
0: guy from Spain sent over in the 16th century to explore the new world okay he was sent over to Mexico okay Hernand Cortez. hmm um one of the how he made sure that his soldiers were not going to leave him he burned his boats right before he docked them so, so said, they have no way of getting out so you're with me to the bitter end lads you are with <laughs> me to the bitter end because you, you ain't getting home so you might as well fight or and die because there's no way you're getting home.
1: It's quite a wise idea, isn't it, really? Because, I mean, you can always have a second thought, but he's like, you're, you're, you're in war.
0: I just love that gumption. I love the idea that that's gone through his mind and he thinks, you know I'm going to do it. <laughs> so is he burning it as it arrives? Dunno. I've I not got video footage of it. Like, is it, <laughs> is it on fire? Is it on fire? No, take put on TikTok.
1: Yeah. So he's like, you know, he's harbouring the boat. There's a few flames And they jump off and fire I'd like
0: to imagine so Or He lets everyone get off And he says Oh boys You got all your stuff You got all your stuff Yeah You got your sleeping bag And everything Alright let's just Let's clear out Let's just dock this babe And then they get out They wander along the sand to Mexico oh, Let's get a little bit Let's get a little bit warm What's that smell? Turn around, boat's on fire. What are you gonna do? Get your swords out. Let's go ransack this place. Yeah, exactly, At which point, yeah. there's
2: always that one guy, isn't there? When you're like, have you got everything? And everyone's like, yeah, 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 And there's one guy, there and he goes, Oh no, oh <laughs> no, I've left, I've left so and so on there. The wallet. Yeah, yeah. left the wallet. I've, I've left the map there. Sorry, yeah. guys, I've left the map there. I don't
0: want this podcast to immediately d- deteriorate into me picking apart Connor's life, but I reckon on school <laughs> trips. You are. You were a person who left
1: stuff at school or person that needs a wee within five miles of leaving. So ironic that you say this. So as I've said, I was working before this podcast and I actually left my wallet in the coffee shop as I left. And there was the woman on the table next to me like, sir, sir, sir. And yeah, I leave stuff everywhere. I'm a really bad person for my wallet. I I have like a little card holder and that is lost weekly. I am very, very bad, too. I'm always leaving stuff places, mainly because I just take
0: something out and just sprawl it everywhere. I'm a massive spreader. Oh, you you sprawl. Yeah, yeah, you're sprawl it. yeah. You can see it all around the studio. So whenever I go home from where I live at the moment to go and see my parents, um, I'll always leave something there. And my dad will never, ever text me to say, by the way, you left your wallet here. By the way, you left your toothbrush here. He has to do it like this really smug, passive-aggressive, cryptic way. Oh, I guess you didn't want to pay for anything this week, did you? Or I guess you're happy
1: with your teeth being unclean for a few days. And I just, I will get, honestly, I've got reams of these texts on my phone. It actually gives me like raging anxiety when I leave places. So when you like check out of a hotel, I'm one of the world's worst for like checking the hotel room. Oh,
2: yeah, I will go around, I will check every room, then I will check every room twice. But
1: even when I've left, I'm still not satisfied. You know, like, you know, when you're standing in reception, you're checking out, you know, and you've sort of got your suit. I'm sure that like even if it's like a sock that's under the bed. It just, i was just like, no, I've definitely left something. Do you hate un- it? Do you unpack though when you're at hotel rooms? Yeah, always. Yeah, I'm, oh. I'm not somebody who's out the suitcase. Um, it depends how many days, but I'm, I'm with you. I'm an unpacker. Yeah, oh. like you know, unpack. Feel like you're at home. Make it nice. Yeah, I can't live out the suitcase vibe. What I do is I unpack it all. Get it, you know, get it all out. Get it in the wardrobes and everything, and then put the suitcase somewhere that can't be seen and enjoy the holiday. I don't <laughs> want to be going back to the suitcase. So I'm with you. Yeah, cheers, Mark.
0: You've just said that you're someone that notably leaves stuff everywhere. Why are you uh, making the risk of doing that? Why are you expanding your risk of doing that? And also, why does your suitcase not need to be seen by people?
1: No, I think like it's more of a you. You and understand what I'm saying here because you unpack. Mm. But it's like when you're on holiday and you're in your room and you still see the suitcase. There's that reminder that like you are going home at some stage. Or I like to get there, get settled. You know, have the boxes on the floor. So you know, like when you like fling them in your room, I will make myself at home. I just think there's of all the things that has divided us
0: throughout the 20-odd episodes, whatever we've been doing, I think there are two very, very different types of people in the world. People that are, are just free to, you know, I'm going to leave my suitcase here, I'm going to chuck stuff, I'll deal with it all on the last day, that'll be fine, it's fine, I don't need to worry about it, upsetting my holiday, I'm just shucking it on getting on my trunks getting in the pool that person and then there's oh I need to pack everything away make sure my coloured socks are in order
2: make sure I yeah. can't see my suitcase there are two very distinct people in the world but the f- thing is I pack my suitcase in an order that means that it doesn't exactly take me long to unpack it yeah
1: but you are that talk- you're, you're an organised guy I am quite organized. I mean if anyone is going to have a very well laid out suitcase in this podcast it will yeah. be you I mean, mine's going to be a shambles mm-hmm. I think yours is probably going to be a bit of a shambles as well Dan yeah yeah. I mean, like me and no you order. are pretty similar like that that's, that's where we, we- I pack, I pack in order, but you are going to be go yeah. in, socks yeah. go in, no, jeans go in,
2: just... shorts go in. Like it's it's an order, it's a process. At
0: what point go all the the playthings and the protection that you'll need for a night out with the lads in Zante?
2: I mean, I mean, obviously, I've been at Zante so many times, mm. like absolutely. But you know, chuck those in last. You need a separate suitcase for all your protection. Separate, separate suitcase for that. Yeah like. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so his name was Hernan Cortez. Oh, yeah, sorry. I forgot, yeah, that. Yeah. I forgot about that bloke. And he burned a load of uh, uh, boats full of anxiety inducing suitcases on his way to Mexico. Any other questions? Absolutely none. No. Connor, what's your first fact of the podcast?
1: Okay, so did you know that Fruit Loops are all the same flavour? There you go.
0: Wasn't your first fight meant to be about wine?
1: Y- y- oh, we're doing it? Okay, yeah, we're it No, doing you don't need to yeah, do it no. in order. Yeah, I don't have to do it. I'll mix it up. But yeah, this actually blew my mind because it's my it's my favourite cereal. I I do this thing. Of course like, you're so, a Fruit Loop man. You so, you have Fruit Loops written all over you. I love Fruit Loops and they do them in the UK, but they are a US cereal. So what yeah. I like to do is I like to keep it as my US thing. I find like a lot of a lot of like root oh, beer, for example, I love. I love root beer. These people. Yeah, Just I,
0: people, and you'll be one of these as well. And I used to live with a guy at uni who would do the same, just, like, obsessed with um, crap American stuff, like it's the best thing ever. Like, I remember he would have, um, you know, that marshmallow spread fluff.
2: Oh,
1: yeah. And it was...
0: Vile, and he would bring it like, oh, look at this. Yeah, you might have not have a
2: sophisticated enough palate to be able to do with this. It's pure sugar, mate.
1: Cool whip. Oh, it's the, best. Just the
0: worst thing in the no, world. No, I'm,
2: I'm, am I'm, I'm actually with you here, Dan. Oh,
0: it's awful. No, I mean, don't remember,
2: there are things I lo- that I like that are American, but I don't like them because they're American or they're like, oh, yeah, it's my American
1: thing. Well, this, this, this did blow my mind a little bit because I do enjoy fruit loops, and uh, you know, for any- anyone that isn't listening. Look, anyone that's listening doesn't know what fruit is. If anyone isn't listening, yeah. then they're not going to hear you. <laughs> but it, it's basically a cereal, all different colours, and it's basically fruity flavoured, artificial crap. But they taste great. So, yeah, every single colour you always think is a different flavour. They're actually the same flavour. So, uh, they, they, Kellogg's, the company who makes them, has admitted that each Fruit Loop is fruit flavoured, which they describe as a blend of fruit flavours but they're all exactly the same, just coloured kind of differently.
2: I would be very worried about how vague Kellogg's are being about this.
1: Yeah, you mean... You it's know like when you
2: order from, like, a Indian place and it just describes it as meat. Yeah. It's like, I, I mean, I trust you that it's meat, but the fact you were so vague about it, it makes me wonder what meats it is.
1: But it's also, is, is it this thing, you know, like... Um, I don't know what it's called, you guys might know, but it's where your mind convinces you that something tastes of something because you're looking at it and it, yeah. be, be, because it's red you think it might be
2: strawberry flavoured yeah. whereas actually if you look at it and it's green you might think it's watermelon flavoured yeah
1: and I don't know what that is called I think there's a lot of it's called something that like thing yeah. where
2: the scientific
0: name is mouthy flavour brainism yeah that's true the, uh, this is the same with a lot of things but Like just s- made that up Smart- as got, as he did, oh, right. smarties smarties uh, are all the same flavour apart from orange? They're all the same flavour. No, they're definitely not. No, or the orange is the only one that's flavoured differently. I had
1: a, um, I had, I had, um, shellless skittles the other day, and that freaked me out.
0: No, it's just chocolate isn't it? No, it's just, just sweets.
1: Yeah, but they haven't got the the crispy shell around the edge of the skittle. No, so it's, it's just I, chewy. I got that from shellless. Yeah. They, they...
0: But they're just they're just it's just
2: chewy sweet, isn't it?
1: I mean it's just it's painful,
2: isn't it? But
0: I mean come on, you you've, I don't know, you've said just... the word and then explain to
1: me what the word means. It is painful, but it's painful that you felt the need after saying shellless yeah. to explain it. It's the coffee getting to me. But yeah, I'm quite upset that Fruit Loop's are all the same flavour. So if anyone is listening that works at Kellogg's no, like, sort your shit.
0: No, we're not I'm not having you using the, this to try and get sponsored on Instagram. Yeah, I mean Kellogg's. I'm more than
1: happy to do an ad placement over on the
2: Instagram. Mark, what's your first fact of the podcast? So, snake venom kills us, right? Mm. But it also saves us. Interesting. So, the Brazilian pit viper. It's a snake that's found in the Amazon rainforest in Brazil. They grow up to one metre in length, and they kill their prey using the injection of venom. Once that venom takes effect, their prey black out from a drop in blood pressure, leaving them trapped and ready to be eaten. But it is that very trait which makes it incredibly useful for humans. Venom from the Brazilian pit viper is used in blood pressure tablets that humans take. That's very interesting. That is very, that's a very good
1: fact.
0: There's something called warfarin, I believe it's called, which is blood thinner from the UK.
1: Uh,
0: It's a medicine that you're given. And I think that is also used as rat poison. So I love this. I love this mixing up of stuff.
2: Quite possibly. It's the ACE inhibitors, which you've probably heard yelled on many medical drama shows. Yeah, Big Time House loves it. Uh, which is uh, the angiotensin converting enzyme for those who want the official name. Uh, that treats more than 40 million people worldwide, but it includes snake venom. Did, did you know
1: that's what ACE meant? No. I, I didn't even listen to that sentence. <laughs> I, um, <laughs> snakes are my biggest fear.
0: Have you ever, had have you ever touched a
1: snake? Have you yeah, I have actually. Name? I have. I... Like I don't think there's anything that I'm more scared of. You than look snakes. genuinely scared right now. Yeah, no, like snakes aren't my thing. Everything about them—they're—they're they're, they're way too wise. They're very clever. The way they move really freaks me out, and they're strong. Like you know, if they wrap around you, you're you're probably gonna die if they wrap around your neck. I just don't like snakes. They really creep me out. Hundred thousand deaths a year from snakes. Yeah, they. are just they're not my thing. I mean, the way they feel—that isn't even fun. Like, come on, Jens. Not one of you guys. I love snakes. Are
0: you scared of cars though? No. Well, the more people dive cars than dive
1: snakes. No, 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 it's not about the death side of it, it's just everything about them freaks me out. The feeling, that I mean the way they are do you notice it? I don't know if you've ever done this, but if you look at a snake, no, you know. never ever like that you feel like their eyes are always on you. What, because of the me? way they're positioned I mean probably because you're looking at its eyes No, yeah. but, oh, it's Just just trust me I
0: have I once had a snake around me And it was the classic thing I know everyone says stuff like this Like oh why does it always happen to me But I, I once had a snake around me And it had been around everyone's neck And it had chilled out Chilled out, chilled out He puts it on my neck And it slowly just coils round and coils round And the snake handler He was off chatting to some girl somewhere Because he was an Aussie So he was "Oh, You are right. Yeah, I'll just be chen to you darling And then he turns round and suddenly, like, his little snake is strangling me and he has to absolutely cane it over and ye- wrenching this thing yeah, off Yeah, you of see,
1: me. this is just my worst... No.
0: I think you can't drink copious amounts of flat whites before you come and do the recording anymore. Why? Oh, you're so anxious. You're just full of, oh, my anxiety's playing up, I'm terrified of snakes. No, 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 I
1: just... No, no, I just... This isn't the flat whites, but I just hate snakes. Who likes snakes? They do
2: more good than bad. 100,000 people a year they kill. 40 million people worldwide
1: take tablets with snake venom in. And that's great. It's just more like like people who have pet snakes. Yeah, that's weird. Like, I mean, what joy are you getting out of that? They like a snake. Like, you feed it rats or mouse. That's just wrong. It's just, it sheds its skin. Oh, it's just not my thing. It's just gross. You look genuinely freaked Yeah, out. I really don't like snakes. I don't like spiders, but I can deal with spiders more than snakes.
0: How much money would I need to pay for you to lie in a bed mm-hmm. for a night? Mm-hmm. Y- you can do what you want with it, with a
1: snake. <sighs> a lot, mate. I mean, I mean, this is the thing. When you look at, like, the celebrity jungle, and, you know, everyone goes, what tasks? But I, if you ever, okay. if, you know that one where they get put in the box and the snakes come in? But, yeah. I'm, I'm going home. I'm like, get me out of it. That is it. I just will not do that.
0: All right. Do you reckon you're going to get the I'm a Celeb call up anytime soon? Yeah,
1: I mean, Baffled's going the right way.
2: Yeah. 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 Sending down to Wales this year.
1: Yeah. We're coming in.
0: Right, it's time for my second fact of the podcast. People in New Zealand politics. Now, I don't want to generalise too much, but rumour has it that through politics in New Zealand, the enjoyment of taking a beer was quite rife. Through a lot of history. And back in the 1980s, on the 14th of June, 1984, a drunken Prime Minister, Robert Muldoon, staggered down from a pub and just decided to call a snap election because he was so pissed he decided he could win another election in a month's time. And then quite clearly, he went and lost the election. Now, there's a brilliant, brilliant clip of him announcing to the press what's going to happen.
2: On June 14, he drunkenly announced to a startled country there would be a snap
1: election. So we got a date, Prime Minister? Uh, we've got a date, the 14th of July, which we've worked out at Government House as Slaring. being the appropriate date.
0: That doesn't give me much time to run up to an election, Prime Minister.
1: Doesn't give my opponents much time to run up to an election, does it?
0: Oh (laughs) wow! I just love it. It
2: doesn't give my opponents much time either. I
0: just love that he's so smashed that he's been on the beer for a long, long time, a long, long time that day. And he goes, "I'm gonna do. I'm gonna call a general election because the public love me." I mean, he's not this British. I'm doing on a very British accent. So was this a month after he had won? So no, no, no. So he lost it. So he, no, he called a snap election when he was pissed, and then a month later lost it. Oh, and it's oh, that must go down, that's the worst thing in history. In fact, the government of New Zealand love booze so much that one of the first acts of government was the members of parliament to open a bar for themselves. Strong, strong. That is looking after number one. Big the very first law
1: passed by the very first members of parliament was to open a bar for themselves. As you do. I feel like if I got into Parliament and I, you know, I was the Prime Minister, something like that nonsense would happen. But this guy also, if you get a chance, look up Robert Muldoon. uh, He looks exactly how he sounds. I love the fact as well, like that has got to be the world's worst hangover, hasn't it? Like, you know, you've called the election, you woke up the next day, you're like, oh my God, what have I done? Three weeks later, you're out. You're like, oh, my God. Like, within two months, it's one of those, It's
2: one of those mornings you wake up to 27 missed calls, don't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. I reckon he was and on you the You do, and you're Saturday like, go. oh, what did I do? Why why have I got 27 missed calls? Yeah. What did I do? Someone tell me. He definitely and then has they start Saturday going go. through it, and, they go, and he goes, oh, okay, is that it? Now, you also called a snap election, so... Um, they called it the... It, it's known
0: as the infamous schnapps election. I like that, the schnapps election. Okay. Did you get the pun? Peach schnapps. And it's a snap election. That's yeah. why you called a snap election. Nice been by peach snacks.
1: Creative.
0: Yeah, I think it was pretty good.
1: Yeah. I wonder what else has maybe happened in the world of government, parliamentary decisions under the influence of alcohol. I wonder whether the whole of the UK and the way the coronavirus is going has been done under Black Sambuca.
2: What? I mean, I think there's probably a lot in the last five years in the UK <laughs> that's been done. Under, although I hope has been done under the influence of
1: alcohol. Yeah. It would explain a lot. It what, would explain a lot.
0: What's the worst decision you've ever made after beer?
1: What's the worst decision? Do you
0: know what? We need I a d- new. Po- like, <clears throat> we need a
1: new podcast just for that question. Do you know what?
0: I don't care about. I don't want anything too deep. No, no, no. Do you know like- what? I just
1: think is a general, really bad decision that we all make when we're drinking. It's like the last train or the going home situation. Okay, so it's like you know the last trains in ten minutes, nice. but you've had you've had one too many beers. So you're like, I'll oh, stay. Why is it always when you stay and miss the last train that half an hour afterwards, that like after, half an hour after that everybody goes, and then you're like 50 quid deep in a cab. That is the worst beer decision everyone makes. No, I always... Globally. I always try and make the last train. It's just the 10 minutes in my mind is a lot longer than the 10 minutes in reality. Also, I feel like nothing good happens after you miss the last train. It doesn't. And the thing is as well, is that whenever like, So on Saturday, funnily enough, I had a friend's birthday, and... The last train was approaching, it was like 1am, there was a big debate of do we stay, do we not, of course everyone's drunk, oh stay, 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 no I'm getting the train. And every time you do that, you get on the train and go, I made a great decision there. We've done the right thing. That's called growing up, Connor. It is called growing up, and the cab was looking about 50 quid, so, you know, I made good decisions there, but I think that is globally the worst drunken decision. Do you get the train back, or do you get the cab? I'm with you. And you always get the train. Mate, always get the train. Never stay. It's either going to go one of two ways when you stay. You're either going to be very drunk to the point where, you know, you're probably going to be sick or be very, very ill, or it's going to cost you a lump of money.
0: What's your second fact of the podcast, Con?
1: Prince Charles has a car fuelled... Sorry, Prince who? Charles. Okay, cool. <clears throat> you pronounce it in a very curious way there, Connor. I'll go again. This is the coffee. Prince Charles. Charles. Charles has a car fuelled by wine. What? Yeah, you say what? This is exactly what. Oh I this
0: is really bleak. Like I love the monarchy, and I don't really like it when anyone that slams them off too much for being this upper, upper crust, this aristocracy, these toffs that are so out of touch. And then you find that there,
1: he's driving along in his Rolls Royce with Don Perry on. That's annoying. In the search for more efficient fuels, Prince Charles is taking a strange but entertaining approach. Mm. The heir to the British throne had his vintage Aston Martin reworked to use a wine as its primary fuel. Yeah. Why would you waste it? He's big into his he's big
0: into his environment. I think that the wine in this fact is a bit of a red herring. I think that it could also be powered by vegetable oil, and that's what he's mainly using. It's
2: just also you can power it by wine, and that's a fun thing to say. It's Never have I looked at a bottle of wine and gone... Oh could get to Milton Keynes on that, or I could drink it, I'm going to drink it.
1: <laughs> it's actually a beautiful car as well. I'm into my cars and it is one of the nicest vintage Aston's, drop top, dark blue. And to f- to think that it's powered by a lovely bottle of Merlot is exactly what I want to be knowing.
0: Yeah, it's great. If I was uh, a member of the Royal Family, if I mm. were royalty... I would, I would do
1: crazy stuff like that. Yeah, I would. I, you know, every. I think what is great about being that level of royalty, fame, whatever it might be, is whatever you want to try, there are people underneath you that will have to do that. You know, if you turn around and say something nonsense like, "Listen, I want to make a car that is going to be fueled by spit, saliva from humans," make it happen. Find is, a way. But, but as much as that is complete nonsense, that is obviously going to be impossible. There is somebody out there. Some, you know, idiot that's going to have to go, oh, God's sake, Prince Charles has called it on again. I've got to crack on now and try and make this work.
2: Sorry, love, I know I said I'd be home for tea, but I'll be honest, I'm not coming home this side of 2027. By the way, have you got a bottle of Chardonnay in there that I can have?
1: I've got a question for you guys coming off the back of this. If you was, you know, the level of royalty that Prince Charles is, what would be your first nonsense thing that you would like somebody to try and do? I'd want a robot. I'd want an actual robot that does everything I don't want to do.
0: But
2: I just
1: That's what you've... so what you're saying is, butler, come here. I would like you to be replaced by a robot and I would like you to sort it out. Yeah, because I just think having a robot would be, I don't know, it'd just be so cool. To be like the first person. Well, it's probably like Elon Musk who's got one, but it'd be quite cool, wouldn't it? It's not put in the sky,
0: but I would love, if I had any level of wealth, I'd love just like a live-in chef that I could just say, hey, cook me this at any point. And because then I'd be I so think you fit. I that as royalty. I'd be so, so fit because... The only reason I'm ever unfit is because I just snack a little bit just out of boredom. Whereas if I had a chef, I would make sure that all my three meals of the day were really precisely
1: it's funny. It's funny, it's, true. S- it's funny you say this as well about the chef thing, because I was watching uh, Mr. Logan Paul, you know, the vlogger. Yeah. yeah, I'm aware of him. Yes. I was watching his vlog the other day, and his vlog was a four-minute vlog about his uh, interviews he was doing for his new chef in his 7.5 million-pound mansion in LA. YouTubers still to ki- live that life, still keeping in touch with their
0: audience, aren't they? All the YouTubers, they,
1: they are, they are indeed. But I'm imma- just a
0: geek like you in my bedroom. But
1: imagine actually having a day where you're interviewing people to be a chef in your million-pound mansion. But I'm waking up in the morning, just going down there in your scruffs and going. I should have some breakfast and they just cook up this beautiful thing. Oh! That is the dream. Well,
0: the Queen gets woken up by a bagpiper. When she's at Windsor Castle, I'm fairly certain, like at a certain time, she gets woken like, up. As in, like, that's
2: her alarm clock, or there's an annoying bagpiper outside who he wakes her up, and she's like, for God's sake. Uh, no. Uh, Him again. Her alarm <laughs> Why do I stay here? He's always here. This is, I mean, this is <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> one star Airbnb. <laughs> I I mean, I'm using up a fact that I could use, but yeah, the Queen is woken up. I'm fairly certain. When she's at Windsor, anyway, by a bagpiper in the morning, it's
1: her alarm clock. I love the Queen. Mm-hmm. I, I love our royal fam I just think it's great you know I I love the Queen as well I'd love to be able to just chat to her
0: I reckon she'd be really 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 boring to chat to
1: so do I but I'd love to just sit there and chat to her you know and just be like Queen what is happening I would want to
2: chat to her like one on one no one else in the room where she just doesn't give a shit and just says whatever she yeah
1: thinks. yeah yeah like you actually break it down. You're never yeah. gonna get yeah. there. You are
2: never gonna get there. Oh no, I don't think you ever are. It's but I would stone. I
1: would love it. I would love to have that sort of conversation. with I think her. the first step for us would be to get Elsie Ilo on the actual podcast. If we can get you that, on, obsessed. If we can get that done, then we're one step closer to the queen. But at the minute, we can't even do that. I'm not convinced that that's a step closer to the queen. I think it's just a lateral step from where we are now. I'm still waiting for a, for an email from the FBI asking about my phone call with her. About six months ago. You're that-
2: right, because it's so rare for people from the UK to ring <laughs> people in America. Yeah, yeah. That They've got a track
1: on you, Connor. <laughs> that was the worst drunk decision you've ever made, I think. Yeah, I, I was actually... Um, it, the, the funny thing about it was, was that I was quite drunk and I rung Mark 30 seconds after the event and Mark was wetting himself on the I, fine of his missus. He was loving was. it. <laughs> you were loving it. We were just sat there just like, what has happened? But I was so determined that I was
2: going to achieve this. My favourite thing about it is that you can tell it was a drunk decision because if you were going to do it properly, we'd have recorded it. We'd we have done have it somewhere where we'd have been able to listen back to that conversation. Instead, you just went, "I'm going to call up
1: Elsie Isla." I also, would have probably discussed it with the, the, the team that look after Baffled and been like, "Look, I would like to contact Elsie Isla. How can we go about this in a better way than just Connor, who's eight Coronas in, ringing him up, like ringing her up?" <laughs> I, I should have maybe spoke about it with everybody, but you know.
0: Or I'd be like Henry VIII, who used to have someone wipe his ass.
1: Did he really? Yeah, Green of Storm. I would love that. I know it sounds a bit creepy, but... He'd be busy. You'd need three. Yeah, I would. Look, with the IBS. There we go. Bomb. It's been mentioned. We need an IBS button. That, that is what we, we do, just
2: a button with an IBS cue on it. Yeah.
1: He also had
0: someone kiss his linen every morning to make sure that it wasn't covered in poison so they would die
2: before he did. Mark, what's your second fact of the podcast? There's a secret hotel suite in the middle of Disney World's Magic Kingdom. Okay, I...
1: L- love this already and uh, I'll go on to
2: why have we had a fact about the Disney Secret Club before we've spoken about that before haven't we we've spoken about Disney Secret Club before yeah, yeah, yes yeah. this is not affiliated no to I, love, I love mental T- Disney stuff tell me stuff. more I, I, w- I, w- I want to talk to you about this in a minute But tell me. so more. the Cinderella Castle Suite mm-hmm. is a secret room where guests can stay and it is inside the castle
1: in Orlando's Magic Kingdom Okay. right in the heart of the park I'll tell you I'll tell you why I love this and this has opened my mind up to what I've been thinking about quite a lot TikTok
0: why have you been thinking about this quite a lot?
1: Because TikTok had a trend. I don't know if you saw it, but it was like the cool things in my house. It was like a hashtag. Yeah. yeah. But basically what it became was people who have these, like, you know, the, the things you see in movies, you remove a, a picture on the a wall. Secret secret
0: book, bookcase. In yeah, and stuff. this yeah.
1: one girl had this bookcase. And when you remove the bookcase, there was a slide that went all the way round down into a man cave. Dream. Amazing. Okay.
0: It's great. I just wonder how... how... How how long that is fun for? I just I just use the bloody stairs.
1: Yeah, I understand that, but it's got it's kind of got me thinking, and it did get me thinking. How many things do you think there are in the world? You know, these really famous places that have got these hidden rooms. Yeah, big fan of that. Mm. I, I That I would love
0: to make a house with a secret room and a bookcase. But it sh- it's not going to be secret because the house that you'll probably be living in is clearly like a four bedroom house or whatever and it's like where's where's the fourth bedroom? Like where's this massive thing? Stick where where?
2: It- why has it disappeared? Just, oh why have you got a bookcase right there in the middle of the hallway? <laughs> oh it's a secret room behind it! Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I kind of guessed that. Back to the fact what what
1: He's in the like. What you know? What's happening down there?
2: So it is. Uh, it is called. I said the Cinderella Castle Suite, and it is decked out as if you are the guest of Cinderella in her castle. Oh, so you can visit it. So basically, it is. You cannot buy a night in this room. It is given away by Disney. So you either have to be a prize winner in like a charity auction or a charity draw or someone like Tom Cruise,
1: Katy Perry, Mariah Carey, someone like that. Okay, so for anyone listening right now who doesn't know, Mark is the biggest Disney fan you'll ever meet, okay? It's true. I can guarantee you that Mark has like a notification on his laptop or Google's about any prizes where this is involved and you are the first to enter. You're desperate to get in the room. I've been in. What?
2: I've been in and had it. I haven't stayed... But I've been in and had a tour of
1: it.
2: Is this because of your big membership you've got over in Florida? Uh, no, it's because, uh, kind of in a way, and it's because of some friends we have out in
1: Florida who work in Disney. Oh, look at him. Excitement. Look, his lip went then. Dan, did you see this? His lip went. He literally was like, a, you know, our friends over at Disney, <laughs> uh, Florida. They you know, sorted me out with a little backstage VIP of Cinderella's uh, secret room.
2: So you get access to it by, obviously, you've got to be in the park, and then you go into the bottom of the castle. Hold on, you and embargoed? Just check this. Should you be telling us yeah, about Yeah, no, 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 this is fine. This okay, is fine. okay. So you you go in and... And uh, there's, a, there's a lift that takes you up to essentially the fourth floor of the castle. So you're up in one of the spires in the castle. Wow. Uh, and you've got a secret, you've got, um, secret lift and a unique card that gets you in. You're only ever allowed to stay for one night. That's it. Like Cinderella with a one night at the ball, you're yeah. only allowed one night in here. So Tom Cruise has been. He is never going back. He stayed for wow. one night. Katy Perry has been. She's never going back. Mm-hmm. But they're very secretive about who stayed there. But that's a few people who have published said. It really said. bugs me that, like... Celebs get this,
0: well, especially when when they when they haven't told anyone about it. Yeah, it's like, just like
2: they don't care. So, so this is the thing so they decked it out in two thousand six um, as a competition. So it was part. So it was started as a competition for people to stay there as the year of a million dreams, is what it was called at Disney. And this was one of those dreams. And then they gave it away to a few people. Originally, back in nineteen seventy one, when the park opened or pre nineteen seventy one, it was designed to be where Walt Disney would stay. When he went to the park, that's okay, what, that's,
0: what, he, that's what you do when you smash and when you're yeah, you? Yeah. React, yeah. When you
2: yeah. mm-hmm. But he sadly, obviously, died before it opened, so he never got to stay there. So it just became a storage room, and at one point, there was telephone operators in there, so it just became nothing. And then in 2006, they decked it out as this super
1: fancy suite. I wonder who's had sex in there.
0: I this is a thing. No,
1: seriously, genuine. Good question. It's a good question. You definitely know. There's a you know a couple of people who work in the w- Disney park. You you yeah. would wouldn't that you? have locked up late and they've been like, let's just do it.
0: Yeah. Uh, the thing with celebrities doing these things is that they can't.
1: What, sex in the. No, Cinderella no, well, oh. th-
0: They can't. It's quite secret, so they can't stick it on their Instagram. No. So why are you giving it to these rich people that have got anything anyway when they can't promote you?
2: And you're Disney. Like, do you really need. Well, I think it's. Like a session on Kesha's Instagram. Well, some it? some people do put it on Instagrams. Like Katy Perry did a big Instagram. Thing of course she that. did. But it tends to be as. Like a nicety for something, so like Neil Patrick Harris does a load of stuff for Disney, and him and his husband and his kids have stayed there, for example.
0: I would do As loads of nice things. For. I would do
2: loads of nice things for Disney, but they never ask me. So it's would ridiculous. I. And it's also yeah. I like it's probably likely that someone like Tom Hanks has probably been off with the chance to stay there because he is, you know, a Disney legend being in all the movies he's been in.
1: I want more Disney facts from you, Mark, because I feel like you know good ones. This is a great fact. I want more Glad of these like really dirty deep facts that we just don't know about Disney was, I want exposure no,
0: it was magical it was only dirty because you were talking about Katy Perry having it off it was it. the first
1: thing that comes to my head straight away this secret room in the Disney castle I mean what has happened up there it could be like it could be the hub of a massive like you know illegal thing you never know I love this Hi, I'm Laura Wright, and I'm here to tell you about my podcast, Music In My Life. In this series, I'm talking to some amazing guests about their favourite pieces of music. We'll be delving into the music they listen to and why it shaped them throughout the years.
2: It's like intense. It made me feel cooler and stronger and harder than I was.
1: But the man on board had had cancer. And that's obviously become a big part of my life. I can listen to it now, reminding myself where I've come from. You just
2: completely lost it as we, d- we pulled up to the, to the hospital.
1: You can find it wherever you found this podcast. Just search Music In My Life.
0: Right, very quickly before we crack on with the final facts of the podcast, uh, just some little things to clear up. How are we doing on the hunt for the, the most famous listener?
2: Uh, Still no one more famous So uh, if you are more famous than uh, I do have an update on that actually though Than company Than than company on Twitter Yes um, With 11,000 Twitter followers And a gaming stream Then please do get in touch Uh, His wife got in touch with me Who also listens to the podcast And said that You know we were saying about how he had Times person of the year in his Twitter bio Apparently that was because in 2006 The Times person of the year was You You that is who it was. So therefore, like all of us were apparently Times I, Person of the like Year that. in I like, 2006.
0: I like a bit. Of, I like that gag from him. I do not like that worthy thing from the Times to say that you're the Person of the Year. So you hunt for that if you think you're the um, if you think you're the most famous listener. Give us an email info at baffledpod info at baffledpod dot uh, Also, if you want your badges, make sure that's where you're sending your proof to. Exactly, and your address, please. And um, Connor came in to the studio earlier today Brandishing his phone out like he was holding the Olympic torch mm. uh, DMs, I've got some DMs I've We got must got talk about my
1: DMs So I've had the um, the girlfriend of the guy Loretta Loretta yeah, yep. She got in contact one? with me, let me know um, And I also had a really nice uh, message from a girl called Isabel That's all we've got she said, hello, I just wanted to let you know that me and my brother love the podcast you do with Mark and Dan, and here's a fact that I think you might like. In Maine? M-A-I-N-E. Yep. Yeah. It's a place in America. Yeah. In Maine in the US, it is illegal to have Xmas decorations up past January the 14th. And in Connecticut, it is illegal to sell pickles that don't bounce. Anyway, I hope you all have a nice day. I just wanted to say that first fact should be a global thing. Decorations that are up for longer. Than they should be after Christmas. Well, what's, your, what's your thing? Makes me feel sick.
0: What's your thing? Technically, they should be at, uh, up until is it the eleventh night?
1: Well, no, but some people just turn the lights off that are outside their house and then just turn them back on in December. It's like, come on, mate, take them down.
0: So no, they need to be on. Is it to the fifth of
1: January? That's when you can yeah, take Christmas decks down. There, yeah. yeah, but when you're like still, you know, when you've still got a reindeer on on show on the twenty fourth of January, it's like, come on, mate. My uncle
0: uh, once took his Christmas decorations down Christmas Day after the dinner. Yeah, uh, that's done that's done over we're with. done we're no done.
1: one cares anymore we're going to bed but I just wanted to say on that um, keep the facts coming on the DMs to all of us I do like it I think it's fun when we get some new little facts I, know, I enjoy it it's
0: fueling competition because I'm annoyed that these people don't get in touch with me there was a, re- there was a really a really rife time early on in, in this podcast where I was getting DMs 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 and now I don't know maybe I'm a bit moody maybe I didn't reply I'm not getting a lot I'm I, loads of follows
1: i the follows I always reply just say thanks yeah, I reply. You know, thanks, and maybe I reply. Exactly,
2: yeah. that's what you get from me as well.
1: Yeah, thanks exactly. for maybe listening. Guys, that's why me and Mark get the DMs. Maybe I reply Actually, a bit curtly. This is all. This is what I find quite fun. I've always had a supply of DMs. You had them a bit at the start. Mark had none, but now Mark's getting some, and yeah. you're getting none. So there's something going on. That, it that's because I went on this podcast and went, like, oh, there's no one sending me DMs. <laughs> People just sending DMs and an and like, of a, oh. a bit of a breakdown. So I think that's why I'm getting them. Petty, yeah. P I T Y pity. Please keep the interaction flying, and in. it is fun. I enjoy it, and I'm sure you do as well, gents. I keep that coming
0: our Instagram handles should you want them are in the podcast notes wherever you're listening right third and final fact of the podcast did you know the Olympic committee of 2012 when they were putting on the London 2012 Olympic opening ceremony one of the best events ever they tried to book the who's drummer Keith Moon to perform at the ceremony in 2012 only issue which they didn't check he died in 1978.
1: Gee.
2: I mean, in fact, they've got a lot to worry about. They've got a lot to worry about to not check little details like that. Imagine but come on.
1: Imagine the intern. Imagine the intern, you know, the big boss has come in, the producer. Listen, can you just try and find a contact for the drummer? And then she comes back and goes, sorry to break it to you, but he's actually been dead for, well, 30 years, would it have been, 40 years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't believe it. Find me. I just need, I just need an email. No, no, no. He's dead. <laughs> it's one of those where it'll be a big boss going,
2: make it happen. Yeah. I don't care how long it takes. Make it happen. it will really? be like okay. So apparently, okay. apparently, the bill, the
0: the the, uh, the manager, Bill Kirbyshley, told the Sunday Times that they that he had been approached to see if Keith Moon would be available to play this summer. <laughs> no, mm. no, not really.
1: <laughs> We're going to go ahead and say no. no. Do they want like one of those weird sort of like two pack things? Was it a hologram? <laughs> well because I think the Who played I think the Who partly
0: played and they wanted to see if they, yeah they could Pete just, Townsend was in it wasn't it yeah he? they could you know stop being bro- stop being
1: broken up go and get your old drummer come on re- reunite the band this is a a massive pet hate of mine I don't know if it used to or the same what when
0: Olympic ceremonies tried to get dead rock stars.
2: No, I mean, that isn't like, great. I hate
1: it. It's absolutely
2: oh, it's yeah, up there. Yeah, that
1: every, great. Every time that happens. Yeah, every time oh. that happens, I'm just like, oh my hey, God. Yeah. I, uh, the, the whole like old bands getting back together that are obviously past it is my pet hate. I bet, I understand, but you just can't speak too
0: soon because I think when you're 60 and need some money, you'll be calling out the old fakes yeah, that you and, used to do. Look, you'll be getting on TikTok reacting to other people's funny stuff.
1: Yeah, and what I'm saying, I understand why they do it, but... You look at the likes of someone like Paul McCartney, it's like he has now, in a way, ruined the name Paul McCartney because he's so bad now. (laughs) (laughs) I understand what you mean. Call it a day and end on a high. I think you would... But then... Unpopular
0: opinion, Paul McCartney was never good to start with. If there's an audience there, and if you were in the Beatles, I think, you know...
1: It's easy money, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, if
0: people are going to pay you to yeah. do it, why not? I think and he loves
2: doing it. And, and I think the, the other the other tricky thing is is that there's some people who do it and do it so well. Tom Jones, still incredible. Rolling yep. Stones, still incredible. Yep. Queen, Richard. still No. Uh, you know, th- those three do it so,
1: so well that everyone else goes, I can do it. I used to have it, no, I can but, do it. But what I'm trying to say is he's like, okay, so you look at somebody like Liam Gallagher, Oasis, all right. Mm. They've still got it in the tank. He can still sing at a good level. Oh, yeah, that is the he, truth because he's much younger, and because no, you love Liam Gallagher. No, but, but no, but it's not about that. Paul McCartney he's bad. That, that, that's a that's a, that's a known fact. He's past it. Bon- bonus fact for you: somewhere at some point,
0: at any second on the planet, Paul McCartney is singing "Hey Jude" to people. Still singing it. Still just singing. <laughs> I'm just saying, hey
1: like, Jude. like for example, "Baffled." Let's say we get to the you know the number one spot we're number one podcast in the world hmm. there's only so long we should go with that until we go listen no, it's time to no. put the mics down no you are wrong let's not drag you, this out no, absolutely
2: not absolutely. I am dragging this until it is a dead corpse going through the desert Mark, that, that is how long I'm sticking Mark with will this Mark will be thing. 25 years deep this
1: is deep. my retirement right here Mark will be 25 years deep as the number one podcast in the world and we'll still be going Dan and he'll be putting on The Voice it's <laughs> <is> my first <laughs> podcast know,
0: he'll just have on a, on a big old uh, computer screen all of the little answers that we've done to facts yeah. in the past, and you're just playing with them. Did you know yeah. that uh, there are th- thrones in uh, the royal throne in Cambodia is made out of candle wax? Oh, really? Oh, oh. You, you should check out my IBS. Connor, how's your ideas? Oh, it's still playing up. <laughs> 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 by the way, by the way, wait for your baffled badges. They're coming any one of these days. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll get them out eventually.
1: Connor, what's your third fact of the podcast? Okay, so I absolutely love this one. It's totally legal to escape from prison in Mexico. What? It's totally legal. So several countries, including Mexico, Germany and Austria see the desire to escape from prison as basic human nature rather than an unlawful act. Consequently, a prison break isn't considered to be a crime itself. But before you started masterminding the perfect escape plan, know that they'll still try to catch you and you may be punished for any criminal act you commit during or after you escape. So the actual escape itself isn't an unlawful act. But if you're I don't know, smashing down a wall to do that, it can be damage of government property, I don't know. That's, that's that's the thing you'll get told off for. I'm fully down with that. I think that's a brilliant idea.
0: The fact that, you know what, we've locked you up, I know that you want to be free, I'm not going to blame you for trying to get free, but I'm still going to try you for the crime that you... I'm still going to lock you up for the crime that you are in for in the first place, and if you f- too much, I'm going to add that to your sentence. It's
2: kind of like a bit of a game, isn't it? It's like, it. It's like right, you're inside... Go on,
1: I'm gonna let you try and get out. But you're not going to. to let you. I can just imagine this like Mexican Mexican dude that's escaped the prison, right? And he's because of course it's allowed in Mexico. It's, it's cute. He's made it to like the edge to the road, and he looks back and goes, "Made it, guys!" And they all just, yeah, off you go. Enjoy yourself. It's hard to do, so I understand. I'm all for it. I'm surprised about Germany. I thought that Germany be a bit stricter. Is it the same really? Germany? Yeah, so it's actually Mexico, Germany and Austria
2: that, I, I, are, that can, are for this. I can understand Germany. I mean, the outside lane of their motorway has no speed limit. They
1: are all for that sort of thing, aren't they? <laughs> Mark's definitely driven in Germany once and that <laughs> still bugs him.
0: <laughs> when he was younger. No, never. When, it, when he was 19, he just got his licence there. He was cruising up the autobahn. Go down, down, we Off we go. Came back, wrote, wrote the postcard. The first thing to his nan. Nan, you never guess what I bloody did earlier on. Did you ever hear the story
1: about the dude? I, I actually tried to find Oh, uh, the story about the
2: dude? Yeah, I know. That one. Dan, okay. Dan, do you know
1: that one—the story about the dude? I, I couldn't find the article, but apparently there was a guy once that actually escaped prison, and uh, like they tried to find him, it, it, they couldn't. And like twenty years later, he finally turned back up and was like, "I did do that. Hello again. Like you know, this is me." Yeah. And no then blah. I wonder
0: if you then get done for it. I, like, well, if, it's
1: not an unlawful act. If you're in Mexico, maybe they shake your hand. I mean, you, what happens if you? It's like a matter game of hide and seek. If you escape prison, let's just say you saw a door that was slightly ajar and you made a run for it, you got out. Can you get put back in?
0: I love that you're you're pronouncing escape very funny. I know this is
2: the thing I, can't, I can I can't focus fully on this fact because you can't say the word escape. Escape You keep keep spelling it in your. You keep saying "escape," so "ecs" rather than "esc." Yeah, and every time you say it, I go off the boil of what you're actually saying. Flat whites.
0: Like I know I don't. (laughs) I don't want this podcast to to descend into just picking holes in whatever you're doing, but I really had trouble because you kept saying "escape," and then you said "a jarred," and it just made me laugh.
1: A jarred. Yeah, I have my own words. It's just a jar. I have my own words. Oh, you learning. But yeah, if you're in Mexico and you are listening to this podcast on your hour a day of fun stuff, make a break for it, bud. Hey, here's
0: a bid to get you listening again next week. I did learn a brilliant prison break fact. Prison break? Prison break. The not, actual series. Not TV show. Prison no. break about someone who had uh, escaped from prison. You need to make this more clear. Dan, and don't you, you know? um I didn't bring it this week. I will bring it next week. Uh, so if, if you're in for your prison break facts, fact, actuality, not the TV show. Make sure you listen again next week. That's a tease for you, Connor. Mark, Mark, what's your final fact of the podcast? In
2: 1993, the entire city of San Francisco voted about whether a police officer was allowed to carry a ventriloquist dummy called Brendan O'Smarty while he was on patrol. They voted that he was. Very good. San Francisco, notable,
0: notable li- liberal city. Do what you want. Why are these things like... Even put who gives? Who actually cares? But that's the question. Who does care?
2: Yeah, Apparently, no one. That's why they all voted for why it. Why does it go to vote? Yeah, that's the yeah. You feel like thing. there are more important things to spend public money on in setting up a vote than deciding, right, guys? Brendan O'Smarty is he allowed to be on patrol or not? Have your vote. Yeah, it's like why does anyone care about that?
0: Well, I don't think people do. I mean, this would have been done for a reason. Maybe a little bit PR. So, is it every policeman has to have Brendan O'Smarty or just one? Nope, a singular police opman. We're just all voting to see if you can bring your ventriloquist dummy to work.
2: Yep. I'm, my guess is is that it probably started as like, oh, you can't, you can't bring him to work? Why? There's no rules against it. Well, let's see, shall we? Let's see what the audience think. And then went to a huge referendum in San Francisco
1: And of course you are. Brendan O'Smarty, favourite of the coppers. I have to say, looking at the US, it is mad, isn't it? Some of the things the US do is absolutely mental. Do you not think? Well, it's a massive place. It is a massive place, but they are the craziest place for crazy stuff. Even things like that—it's just mental. Like that would never happen in the UK. But there's a the whole thing where, like, a, like a dog's the mayor of the town, or like a three-year-old's the mayor of the town. <laughs> yeah, like, can you imagine that being in like England? there would be uproar. I mean, it'd be trending on Twitter, and all the Susans would be out moaning. You're the male Susan. I am the male Susan on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. I like to have a little moan. For like, it gets, gets good interaction all about the DMs you are not you yeah I do rant I love a Twitter rant I love a little argument on Twitter as well so do come follow me we can have an argument
2: right there
0: you go it's worked round <laughs> and that is it for this week's Baffled so what have we learned um, well it's, it's never a good idea to unpack your suitcase when you go on holiday always also just be nice to Disney because you might get a night in Cinderella's Castle then you open your eyes in the morning and Mark's getting a free tour ogling you and also if you're pissed in, in power just just maybe watch yourself because you might lose your power pretty quickly. Now, admin to get to. If you want a badge, you need to prove that you're getting listeners to the show. Do that by sending an email with that proof to info at baffledpod.com. If you are the most famous listener, send it to info at baffledpod.com. Connor would like loads of DMs and spawns, so follow him on Instagram. You can find his account details in the podcast notes, and we will see you next week. Say goodbye, Connor. Goodbye, gentlemen. Say goodbye, Mark. I'm
2: going to go find a way to escape
0: this place. (laughs) Uh, And I'm going to leave the studio and leave the door ajarred. Uh, We'll see you soon. Bye.
2: Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable.